0: It's reunion time on the orbital. People gaze with love and adoration at faces they haven't seen in too long. Noticing that the lines left by the passage of time and lives well lived. Little crow's feet around the eyes and laughter lines on cheeks.
1: You haven't aged a day.
0: They lie, pushing a little bloom of love out into the world. Oh,
2: it's been too long.
0: Says another, tears welling in their eyes. Flossie chimes
1: in. Oh look, hasn't he grown up? He was only this big last time I saw him. And look at how his shiny how shiny
3: his head's got. Is the Panther Clipper in update seventeen?
0: Let some ne'er do well from one of the bars. And with that the moment is gone. Forever lost in an endless sea of moments never to be revisited. The live stream ends, and the onlookers sigh and dab at their eyes with a hanky before hefting their paint job codes and turning to head back to work. Just then, the big screen flickers back into life. The Hutton locals turn with hope writ large on their faces. But it's not to be. There is no encore. No forgotten nugget of news from the Pilots' Federation that simply had to be shared with the masses. Someone mutters.
3: Oh, fa-fa-
0: But is drowned out by the huge speakers announcing...
1: Our mics are live!
3: Good evening, I'm Wilma Fingerdo and I don't know what all the fuss is about. They didn't even do a segment on mining.
2: But we're getting the, the panther and clipper in update 17, right? Right? I'm your Harkness and I'm a wee bit overexcited.
0: I'm Sandy Crevice, and I'm sure that Sandy hasn't Sally hasn't aged a bit. And it's been months since the last live stream.
1: I'm Norma Snuckers, and I'll pan anyone who says anything nasty about Arthur's hair. He hasn't got any here. (laughs) Ow!
0: Let's get to the headlines while the apology office is still unconscious. (laughs)
3: LCU AOK PR Tharg hits us where it hurts, right in the news feed.
1: It's hot, it's messy, it's still going. The latest update on too hot, too messy.
0: Spicer
2: Mania rocks the galaxy. From a field filled with stars.
0: Are you bamboozled by the BGS? Yeah, us too. this evening, we've got news from the campaign trail, with Zach Rappin coming under increased scrutiny from the investigative agencies as to whether his past lives were a pirate, a painter, a pimp or a prince, all of which have various negative and positive implications on his suitability to be federal president, but it isn't our place to pass comment on that, outside candidate LCU No Fool Like One was feeling a little left out With the implication that you're only likely to be taken seriously as a candidate if you've got at least some skeletons in your closet and something for the opposition to moan about, his PR team felt that being banned from singing in public ever again wasn't suitably shady for a politician, and therefore they've been feeding the gutter press a series of salacious stories and positively eye-popping tales to ensure that LCU stays at the top of the red tops and not relegated to the lower-scrolled sections of the political column in the 36 off Uchi Monthly. Whereas with most political candidates, the stories are at least loosely based in fact, there is some degree of scepticism about the claims related to LCU No Fool Like One. For instance, that he was present during the storming of the Bastille, had personally operated the guillotine, that shortened the height of a number of re- a number of members of the bourgeoisie. Also, that he was once proclaimed the king by the Empire, which normally would disqualify him from running for pre- Federal President. But he was mysteriously stripped of that title after the incident with The Lady, The Lake, The Rather Sharp Implement, and The Mistimed Return Throw. Apparently playing catch with mysterious watery ladies across misty, limpid pools is no basis for any form of government. Then, of course, there were the scurrilous claims that it was LCU No Fool Like One who removed all the bark mounds from the galaxy having scanned them first and catalogued them, to make himself unfeasibly rich and send everyone else on a wild-goose chase. Unfortunately, despite all of this, and contrary to all the rumours, LCU is entirely the wrong sort of right person to be a candidate. Okay, so he likes a glass of Centauri Megagen or two of an evening? and is prone to long diatribes about newly discovered species of exobiology, but other than that, as far as we can tell, he's actually quite a decent bloke, as long as you don't let him sing. All of which amounts to being a theoretical fantastic candidate and, as a result, wholly inappropriate to be a low-down, employing rotten politician.
3: The Thargoids strike back, with every pilot's codex being full to the brim of ancient tales of how the war was won and where it got us from back in the day when we last encountered the Thargoids. Most people are aware of the use of the mycoid virus to bring Tharg the Mighty's mighty minions low, and send them scuttling back to the Coal 70 sector from whence they came. It appears, however, that Tharg has learned his lesson and turned the tables on humanity, Studying all the millions of humans that he's been kidnapping and storing up in his titans, Tharg the Mighty appears to have come to a few conclusions. Number 1. Humans and viruses don't mix well. Okay, so some of them give you a snotty nose or a nasty rash, but in general, humanity and viruses don't mix too well. Especially the nasty ones that liquefy your insides, or make your head explode, or your legs drop off, or your genitals turn into watermelons, complete with colour. Number two. Humans are addicted to the news. Any news. Could be a reputable outlet like an Imperial Telegraph, or the Alliance Guardian, or even the Federal Mail, complete with pull-out children's supplement and complicated crosswords made up entirely of four-letter words with finger spaces. Or of course. Could be Galbuk, fake news of a kind. Of, you won't believe what happened next. And public outrage, as as well as generally speaking, Galbuk suggests that everyone is outraged at everything most of the time. And after reading the article, either the reader is also outraged, or they're outraged at the, the suggestion that they're outraged. Or, of course, outraged at the grammatical and punctuation errors littered throughout the article. And... After this extensive study, and having snacked on a few of them as he or she or they were peckish, Tharg the Mighty's mighty medical machine was set to hell-bent on humanity's destruction, and appear to have invested the first visually transmitted virus in the galaxy, leaking spooky pictures of what appear to be Thargoid structures, beaming lights, swooping fuckers, and strange coloured clouds to Galnet streamers and news outlets everywhere. Thargs propagated his virulent visual video as far as he can throughout human-occupied space and sat back to see the results. There were rumors that his first testbed for this was at a gathering of pits, or burrs, or burpitians, last weekend. From there, it spread to the galactic forums, Galtwit, and of course Galbook and the Galnet News Digest. The first indication of his insidious payload was when Commander Wotherspoon came down with a bit of a sniffle, then a sore throat, then the full collie wobbles. After sticking a thingy up his appropriate orifice and wiggling it about a bit before dropping a few drops of Special Solution number 5 on the stick, it did indeed confirm that Tharg had weaponized MODS. Mug Ownership Deficiency Syndrome. And what's more, this appears to be a mug-resistant strain. Commander Weatherspoon has been given a good dose of there there by Nurse Wayeth from behind a protective screen and wearing full hazmat suit. Plenty of fluids and told to take two of these and call me in the morning. He is said to be recovering swiftly. This is a warning to all commanders. Be careful what you watch on the internet as it just might be the latest nasty sent by Thark to defeat humanity. Of course, it could just be that Commander Weatherspoon licked one too many commanders at PitCon, but we prefer the Thargoid story and we're leaving it at that.
1: Well, we are 59 weeks into Too Hot Too Messy and closing in on hundred thousand deliveries each of mugs and gin. Current stats put us at over 96,000 mugs and 95,000 gin. Things have slowed down a bit this week since Commander Chicks is in West Britain in an area so remote some say that they only have black and white dial-up internet. Steve King rounds off the thousand clubs still with Stereo MD being the next likely candidate with 824 mugs delivered, though they do still have a way to go. 824 mugs is in no way to be sniffed at though. That's 14 mugs and gin per week from the beginning of the event. 299 commanders have contributed to the effort so far. Go on, why don't you become number 300? I just noticed something. If the illustrious Commander Zulu Romeo dropped just one more mug and one gin, he would jump from 203rd place for mugs to 180th place, and from 201st place for gin to 179th place for gin. Just saying. Traffic calming measures on the approach to Hutton Orbital seem to be working well this week. Everyone seems to be able to get landed and incidents of commanders gesturing rudely from their cockpit windows have gone down 17%. Swearing over comms is down 26%. Rooning from cockpit windows has gone up significantly, but this is believed to be because Gusto the Clown has managed to get his old sidewinder running and he just enjoys it rather than anything anger related. This week's Hutton Stats are Norbert Pertanerud 1 hour 23 minutes 29 seconds Chucklefolk 1 hour 23 minutes 44 seconds Sinister Hedgehog 1 hour 23.56 seconds William P. Ursus 1 hour 24 minutes 48 seconds and Steve King 1 hour 36 minutes 39 seconds
2: The galaxy has been a buzz in recent weeks with the launch of the latest entertainment software in game suites in stations across populated space. Gone are the coffee table space invaders, regulated to a storeroom, the aging Pac-Man machines and their endless waka 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 wibble wibble noises. Commanders looking for an escape from the drudgery of flying through the stars, landing in alien worlds and discovering new life out there, plus shooting at a lot of it, can now relax by firing up a simulator that allows him to fly through the stars, land on alien worlds, discover new life, and shoot at some of it, and what's more, unlike the real galaxy it only has a thousand or so planets, and you don't have to learn how to use a complicated task land, take off, perform tenuous atmosphere landings on 10G worlds, and you don't get fined 100 credits for being an oaf and blocking the docking bay. Nothing like a bit of escapism doing something completely different to make you realise quite how splendid our universe actually is, and that the bit we really enjoy is tooling around in our spaceships in a ring around an earth leg, dogfighting with pirates and just occasionally blasting the odd icy rock. That said, there's something to be said for standing up from the virtual cockpit once in a while and poking the button on the coffee machine. Anyway, this cute little simulation is available in all Good Games rooms on a station near you, and for approximately the same cost as 15 Starter Sidewinders.
0: In the absence of Commander Chicks this week, we went to the great minds of the BGS, those with intellects immeasurably superior to ours and brains the size of a planet. But unfortunately, they told us to bugger off, so we had to ask Snuggles McKee and King Kanki. What they told us is... For the Bubble, there is civil unrest in Alpha Centauri, so bounties and security type missions work a treat there, because the peasants are revolting. In Colonia, Emperor King Kanki of all the Colonias bids you work in systems, especially Tier and Deriso. Looking at our other systems, and then scratching our heads, for the love of Alvin, stay out of Wise 8550714 it's at 75% guys! Epsilon Indy, on the other hand, could do with a push. Give Hag a poke if you have time and inclination. Hill Par C could do with a tickle, and leave Leuton 145-141 alone. So, if you want to truck something, truck it to Epsilon Eridani where there's a boomer. If you want to exploit the suffering of others for your own selfish gain and then get over to E'll Ep- try that again. If you want to exploit the suffering of others for your own selfish gain, then get yourself over to Epsilon Indy where they're having a bit of an outbreak. If you want to shoot something, then shoot it in Alpha Centauri.
3: Seamless, except that seamless. bit in the end. Well, I had to insert one scene. Everybody else had done so well.
4: Oh god. Oh god.
2: Well, was there a frontier live stream um no. well, yeah. wait. Actually, yes. Hang on.
3: I yeah, think there I, was. That must
2: be a typo. It says yes there was.
3: Let, let, let's let's rephrase the question. Did anyone watch the frontier live stream?
4: Yeah. watched the first
2: hour of it. I'm sure between us we've watched all I watched
1: haven't. all of it. I can't remember all of it, but I watched it all.
0: Oh. Right. Talk, talk us through it then, Flossie.
1: Yes. I can't remember it all. Right. Um... Okay, let's start. <laughs> Who was on it? Arthur and Sally. Arthur and Sally, right, okay. Oh, yeah, no, the... the guest was what was that guest again? Um The guy
2: with the Don't
0: hair know. It turned out before then. <laughs> oh um... no,
1: they had the
2: guy with the hair was on. Um he was i think it was one of the uh... He did that
1: sort of gargoyle um spinny thing last time he was on <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh it's,
2: it's this is a spot on journalism here um yeah that's that's right he he designed uh, was it the glaive he designed
1: yeah ah that's yeah. it and he he's been doing yeah. more stuff since, and shows some really clever stuff that's coming that yep. the um, Thargoys are deep... going to be able to grab the uh, passengers CP out Cap of your ship if
0: we means Max so yeah, let's go with him being called Max Max, it, Max,
1: yes, he's Max, Max. Yeah. Hang on,
2: did you say
1: the
0: guys
2: are going to be able to grab passengers out of
1: your ship? Yep Oh, bloody hell <laughs> yeah. They'll be no. able to target either the passenger cabins or the cargo racks if you're using the the pods and right. they're going to pinch them out your ships.
2: Right. Well, the thing to remember there is make sure your passengers pay before they get on the ship. <laughs> <laughs>
1: because
2: if you get paid after, it, it's no worth it at all anymore.
1: So you sort it depends of think, yes, on where yes, they get to, in the to rescue all these people out this station. Oh, no. Now I've lost them again. <laughs>
2: yeah. well, you know, it's a dangerous business. Yeah. Jeez, oh.
1: I can not be doing any more. Of them. <laughs> did they do
2: anything like um, stellar screenshots or anything? Oh yes, did.
1: yeah. There's, there was some, there's some good ones as well. Were oh, they stellar? stellar?
2: There were screenshots too. They <laughs> we were certainly <stellar> screenshots.
0: <laughs> Actually, they started off with a profuse apology for being um, a little on the late side. But were they and stellar? And it was stellar screenshots. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yes.
0: And yes. they explained it was Olaf's fault.
2: Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't remember why, but it was definitely Olaf's fault.
2: It's nice when someone who doesn't really care takes the blame. <laughs> yeah. I'm only kidding, he does care. Yeah, he does. He cares a lot. Um yeah, well that sounds good. Um hmm. did we miss did we miss any other news? I mean, Darkoid's ripping passengers out of your ship was pretty big news, but was there anything else? I'll
1: take that no. That's yeah, that's it. I, Probably, I didn't watch but it, so. I've got a memory like a sieve. <laughs> <laughs> go and watch no, the, it. That's advice. Yeah, the go significant watch piece it. No.
0: News, the significant piece of news, and yeah. it is quite a significant piece of news, is that in, what, 25-ish days, we're mm-hmm. getting the next update.
2: Yes, update 17. Does it include
0: Panther Clippers?
2: Mm. yeah. I'm, sure it, I'm, I'm sure it gonna I mean, go with maybe. Them, but I'm sure they do.
4: I am
1: really with, looking uh, forward
4: to a that seriously
0: day. scary trailer video. Oh
4: it's, it's, it's whole, yeah, it's it's proper creepy.
2: Yeah, um, we with the structures and things, they looked like yeah. They looked like it, big arches though, didn't they? Those things.
0: Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Just if you search on YouTube for uh, Elite Evil. Dangerous Update 17, yeah, no, not now. Not but now if you now search it. on YouTube for Elite oh, yeah. Dangerous Update 17, you'll find uh, a Bear Pit article where it's literally just the trailer. So it's, it's yes. well worth a watch. Mm. Just don't some... do it just before bed because you won't sleep. <laughs>
2: we have some bleak news as well, don't we? Do we? Somebody, somebody is having a birthday.
3: Well, actually, there's mm. like two. Oh, yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Martianne like is now having a birthday, so he's now Van <laughs> <laughs> or Jean Claude Van Do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also turning 22 today is the inimitable Nemb, Alison Mabarker, uh, who makes those beautiful stitch badges at ECM. Um, she's having a birthday today as well.
0: And so, I think you'll find she's only turning twenty-one today, actually. So.
2: Is she? Is she twenty-one? I've I've, yeah. I've picked that up wrong then. Yeah. So um, you
3: know what that means.
2: I do know what that means. Let's let's wheel in the hutton choristers. <laughs>
4: me, uh, me, oh, me 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 Are we me, all, me, all ready? La, 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 la. Okay. <laughs>
3: Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Birthday Happy birthday to you. To you. Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, dear member Fenty Happy, birthday, Happy birthday, birthday, birthday to you. To you. <laughs> and many more. Yay! <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think the chat are asking us to sing it again. Really? Again? Yay!
4: <laughs>
2: Well, let's go then. <laughs> One more
4: time. <laughs> One
3: more time, shall we? Well, there's two of them. Okay. Not the
2: music. not it, no, won't make any difference.
3: <laughs>
4: oh,
3: Happy, Happy birthday,
4: birthday to you.
3: Happy birthday,
4: birthday. to you.
3: Happy birthday, birthday to to birthday Happy, birthday Happy birthday to you, Happy birthday to you,
4: and many more. Many more. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
2: Is the chat asking for an encore?
3: Let me see. The <laughs> <laughs> same was that What's Amelia's that? cat in the studio.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Mooncake yeah. is giving me an odd look. So. Yeah,
2: everybody everybody in the chat's giving us an odd look, an odd look as
3: well. Yeah, my dog left the room. <laughs>
2: Your wife left the house.
3: Oh, she's God. left, she, the, she's left the house. Oh, dear. Happy so birthday. Just
2: the when you're done. <laughs> Happy
3: birthday to Vantian and Nem. And, yes. And I hope you both have great a great day.
2: Yes. Yes. Absolutely,
3: absolutely. So, we also have like space news. Space
2: news! Space news!
3: Space news! Right, so, well, we start with
2: the first one, which is tantalizing hints of life in faraway worlds. Ooh. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
2: We did this last week, didn't we?
3: We That's did. That's the one
2: where the star doesn't light it up. It's, it's yeah. a red star, like the blue planet with white light, except we... for around the side where it's red. It's,
3: it's the same image. We... Yeah,
0: I, I think we're doing a different website's version of the same news.
3: Yeah, I think we're moving so, yeah. the same
0: website's version of the so, same yeah. news. So, the the Gases news smells smelly in an atmosphere.
3: The first yeah. space yeah. news today is that there's a graphic designer out there that really needs to be fired at the BBC.
2: Yeah. Yes. Or um, at least given a good boot up the ass. Yes.
3: <laughs> moving on. So, <laughs> what about this? A starship rocket launch window revealed by FAA.
0: You don't want to launch a spaceship through a window. You'll break the glass.
3: Didn't we but do this one as well? It. I don't know. I've seen that image before. That's the shiny that's the shiny phallic looking rocket.
2: Yes.
0: Uh, no, that's not the phallic one. The phallic one's got a big knob on the end.
3: <laughs> Aye.
2: That's that's <laughs> that one's a leaky piece of two thousands.
3: Well we don't know who's flying it, so <laughs>
2: Well, Captain Kirk hasn't been in that one.
3: No, this, he was the one in the big knob. This also yes. looks oddly familiar.
2: Doesn't oh, <laughs> do, 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 the photo <laughs> that, is, bricks.
0: That's,
3: uh, that's
2: just oddly familiar.
3: That's just a full
2: up
0: status starship on the, on the BFR. The <clears
2: administration. throat> so the the looks like they've got they know when they're going to launch it. They have an idea when they're going to launch it.
3: Do they? We
5: well, you scroll yeah,
2: down. It Regulators have revealed when they expect to. Oh, when they expect to approve a launch license. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this isn't the launch window. This is the window for for approving the launch window.
3: There's <laughs> lots of adverts on this website. Hmm. Yeah. Independent. Hmm. Well, it's it's a very pretty rocket. It Certainly
0: is. is shiny steel rocket.
3: Hmm. And um. Yeah.
4: Yeah,
3: they're they're prepping it. <laughs> yeah, you
0: know, with nowhere to go.
3: Because this this yeah. kind of um, it if needs a lot. Down, well, it you're... needs a lot of prep.
0: Yeah, if you scroll down, you get to see a
2: picture of the last one they launched,
3: which which blew up, didn't? it? <laughs> yeah, you just come past it. <laughs>
2: there it is blown up. Um, but yeah, that seems to be SpaceX's <laughs> kind of way of doing things. As you know, well. We'll cut costs and things like that. We'll get it to the launch pad, we'll get them at the launch pad nice and cheap. We won't put any people in them. And if the first few blew up, it means we can find out what happened to them and then perfect it for the for the next one. And when they stop blowing up, then we will start launching them with
0: people in them. Hmm. I they mean, they call it iterative design. Is yes. it?
3: Is it all? I mean, is this latest one also unmanned? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, I mean, um, yeah, they they.
2: Spoiled that sorry. <laughs>
3: It's a good thing they're on man, really, isn't it?
4: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, when you look at
2: the the below picture and go, who wants to want one of these? And everybody goes, ooh, no, thank you.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I'm busy that day. But we haven't got a date yet. I'm still busy that day.
2: I'm washing my hair that day. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have any hair, I'm washing it anyway.
0: I'll grow it out.
2: (laughs) I'll grow it and then I'll wash it. Yeah. So,
3: Mm. um, moving on.
2: Moving on.
3: China's Galactic Energy suffers first launch failure. Oh, look oh, at
2: that! No, I don't know. Oh, there's a nice rocket as well.
3: It's a very pretty. They painted, yeah,
2: they painted this,
3: and they wrote on it too.
2: Yeah, they've written a lot.
0: <laughs> it says uh, this side up. Yes, and the, the, the bottom says light blue touch
3: paper and retire to twenty paces. Yes.
2: Don't stand here when <laughs> rocket is when rocket is running.
3: That bottom part <laughs> looks oddly like a recipe for noodle soup.
2: Yes. Hold on.
3: That's not even in China. That's
2: in Helsinki.
0: <laughs> is it? If you can read this side, you're standing
3: too close. Yeah, it is. It's Helsinki. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's a Chinese commercial rocket firm uh, called Galactic Energy. Uh, it is first failure on Thursday with tenth launch attempt. I would say that would be its 10th failure
0: then if they tried to launch 10 times. No, if the first first nine launched successfully, then it would be their 10th launch attempt and first failure.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be their 10th launch attempt though.
3: Their 10th launch. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's it's their 10th attempt, that kind of implies that the previous nine were failures.
0: Maybe maybe the first nine were cancelled and the 10th one. I'm going to
2: scroll down in case it tells you.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you know, maybe we should read these things. (laughs) No. <laughs> we should do like Chicks Chicks does and actually read them. <laughs> oh, yeah. So does it say anything the interesting? Co-
2: it does. The company, which was founded in February 2018, is meanwhile also preparing for its first launch of its Palais One kerosene liquid oxygen launcher. Kerosene liquid Ooh.
3: oxygen. Wow. I mean, Relax. Liquid cool. Kerosene liquid oxygen.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's a k- kerosene propellant with liquid oxygen oxidizer.
3: Wow. Right. Is, kerosene, way I thought it. is kerosene really good I for think. that kind of thing? <laughs>
0: so. It can be. It's not as good as some other things, but the things that are really, really good for it are either really hard to handle or really toxic. Huh.
3: Yes. Well, okay. Hey, if it works, you know. Mm -hmm. It looks like it works. That's a very nice picture. It's a very pretty picture. Hmm. Mm. So shall I I I move on? The launch was China's
2: 44th orbital mission of 2023 and its first failure. Jings! They're firing them up every day. Well, it's China. They've been sending stuff up to space
3: for a long time. Yeah.
2: Yep. That's a lot.
0: In fact, i have got their own space station up there and everything. Yeah. Yeah. they've even swapped out the crew this year a couple of times I think
3: they're, they're pretty good they're at pretty, this space yeah. lock they're pretty good at this yeah. space lock yeah mm.
0: <clears throat> they've even landed on the moon
3: I am surprised they haven't started advertising on their rockets that might be what that is <laughs> 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 but
2: they're, they're maybe communists, communist aren't they
0: <laughs> yeah Chang Heng Noodle Bar yeah.
2: hmm
3: so, shall I move on?
4: Yeah,
2: let's move yeah. on. yeah
3: Alright, so this oh by the way, that that China's um that 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 website, that China um mm-hmm. website. Look at the top. At the very top. Space News! Space News!
0: They Space got it right. Years. They've stolen our name. I know, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very
3: <laughs> anyway. Yes. Moving on. NASA's Parker. Solar Probe flies through major coronal mass ejection and survives to tell the tale. Oh, we've actually got moving picture here. Yeah. So it's like um,
2: a massive coronal mass ejection. You could have thought you had a different word than massive, couldn't you?
3: Was it
0: a premature (laughs) massive coronal mass ejection?
2: Yes. Oh, it's going everywhere.
3: It's going everywhere. That's what she said. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) said. I couldn't resist. I I had to stop myself there because I wasn't sure.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I knew what I was saying. (laughs) Right. Okay, I'm going to... Yeah. Let's close that one then.
0: So moving back to the actual science of that story...
2: (laughs) Science! Science! Wow! it is everything,
1: isn't it? That... about <laughs> <thinking of> science! <laughs>
0: yeah. It's a solar probe that's um, getting closer and closer and closer to the sun with every orbit. It's um, getting spectacularly close already. It's taking yeah, some of the best it's... photos and best um, uh, analyses and scans of the sun that we've ever had. Hmm. And it's just managed to fly through um, well, a bit of sun, basically. A bit of
2: sun, yeah.
3: I do like that, um, what we're seeing there, the imagery. Um, Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That is really cool. In all seriousness, you know, joking aside, that's that's actually really cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's a big bubble of gas that's come off the sun and just, you know, it's it's obviously hit the heat shield and can ruin the sides kind of thing. It's amazing that
3: it survived.
2: Yes. It's designed to. Oh wow. It's that's... still amazing that it did. It. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh, it's, it's impressive they got it right, but yeah, it is yeah. designed to do this kind of thing. Yeah, That's very reason. cool. What
2: a thing. Mm. Oh, is Flossie around?
1: Yes. Flossie, do mm-hmm. we have a, a mug winner? Yes. In fact, this week's winner I've seen in the chat.
2: Hang on. We need a drum roll. Has anybody got a drum that can
3: roll? I have a drum roll. Yay! This week's mug winner
1: is Kizenik. Oh,
3: Commander Kizenik. Yay! Kesenik. Well done. And what would Commander Kizenik
2: do if they want to claim that mug? I mean, who wouldn't want to claim their <laughs> mug? But what would command, what should Commander Kizenik do now?
0: Spend 500 well? credits and unmarked bills stuffed in an envelope addressed <laughs> to.
2: <laughs> That'll do it
0: the apology officer
2: Yes, that'll do it. <laughs> I was going to say 300 they'll do it for 300
1: but how much right. have you
2: got, check your pockets
1: <laughs> <laughs> email I took part at woodenorbital.com with your contact details name, address uh, email address, phone number, shoe size hat size, all that kind of thing and a screenshot of your um, cockpit showing your name Yes. And a mug will be sent to you in due course. Just
0: to be absolutely clear, after the confusion last week, that's the cockpit of your spacecraft. Mm
2: -hmm. Yes. Yes. Not just
3: any cockpit with your name (laughs) teeth inside it.
1: We have to be an airline pilot. We don't want that one. Do we
3: have a word of the week? Do we have a word of the week? Hang
2: on. Do we have a word of the week? Yes, we do. Uh, Word of the week this week is Scambler.
3: Oh, and what does that mean?
2: A Scambler is an uninvited guest who appears only at mealtimes.
3: Can you use it in a sentence, please? Yes, you watch me.
2: <laughs> Harry Bob's at cooking is so good that he has Scamblers at the door every night at dinner time. Right. Right. Scambler. Scambler. S-C-A-M-B-L-E-R. Yes, I think, is that somebody copying that? Gemma, are you actually going to copy it and paste it this week or are you just going to uh, highlight I might it? Do. I might do. Right, <laughs> I'm going
0: to paste it then. I'll
2: paste it. It's, like it's, that. it's done. It's <laughs> done.
0: It. I'm doing it again. It's done me. I'm, I'm doing it again. I've done it. Okay. <laughs> <luxurious>. <laughs> well,
3: I'm doing it again again then. <laughs> oh, have you? Well, have now you I just feel left out.
4: Well, have I <laughs> done in my life.
1: Okay, oh, I've got dear. my twitch on on my Mac, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know how we were talking about birthdays. Yeah. What do we get a hut and trucker
3: when it's
2: their birthday? Usually, not, gin. Not, not a cake. Jeff the lardbug. Yeah, the cake. Oh, Jeff then. He's oh, a Jeff. Big lardbug. Like but what do you? What would you get a hut and trucker when it's their birthday?
3: Again, usually gin. Gin.
2: Yeah. A mug. And what we? And what would you get to go with the gin and mug? Um boss da
4: Castford
3: Cast So I guess um we we move on to Flossy? Are you ready, yes. Flossy? I am ready, yes. <laughs> okay, take it away. <laughs>
4: It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. And the community
1: goes. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG news. I hope you're all sitting comfortably for this long spiel. Well, there were no CG's last week, and um, there are no new ones this week. Hopefully next week. And that's it for this week's CG news. Blossy told you what to do.
2: It's time now to go over to the Mulder and Scully of news. It's Beetlejuice and Wollarspoon with the Calnate News Digest.
0: We apologize for the slight confusion. We appear to have um audio gremlins. Hmm. Please wait. <laughs> <laughs> on as soon as you come back. So, put the mics live.
5: Digest 21st of September 3309. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's news, there's concern that the Barnacle Matrix sites are about to activate. The second set of rescue ships move out towards the conflict, and the Wallglass Detective Agency puts the Zach Rackham presidential campaign into disarray. There are two sets of Thargoid installations that are critical to their invasion. There are the eight titans, the huge motherships or hived ships, wrapped in caustic maelstroms and known to be supply bases for the invasion and also to be the place the Thargoids keep their prisoners captive. Systems when the titan in them cannot be captured from the Thargoids. Then, There are the 45 Barnacle Matrix sites. These sites contain a number of petalled domes that may or may not provide a base for the revenants that guard the sites. They also contain coral trees which exude an amber-like sap and spear roots which twist into the sky almost as though they are reaching up to touch something. The existence of these sites has not yet been acknowledged by either Aegis or azimuth, but they make a huge difference to the war. Like the Titan systems, star systems with a barnacle matrix are invulnerable to counterattack. But there are rumours that there may be more to these barnacle matrix sites than just that. Footage has been discovered in a canister labelled 16th of October 3309, nearly four weeks in the future, that some believe to have been filmed at the barnacle matrix in SETI sector BQ-YB4 planet 8b that shows the site behaving differently. There are shafts of light rising into the sky, possibly from the spear roots, and there is another larger revenant-like drone with at least two, possibly three searchlights. What will these be called? Spectres? Phantoms? Shadows? Shades? Will they be hostile, like the revenants, or will they have some other purpose. If the information in this time-travelling video can be corroborated on or after the 16th of October, then perhaps these Barnacle Matrix sites will have begun to reveal their secrets. With the arrival of the Barnacle Matrix sites, those organising the effort to push the Thargoids out of the bubble have had to change their tactics. No sooner have systems near the Matrix sites been saved from Alert and have completed their short recovery phase, then they go straight back into Alert, creating a never-ending treadmill of work. So instead, these systems are being allowed to progress to Thargoid invasion, which gives everybody the chance to shoot up some Thargoids at a surface base, and results in a much longer recovery phase. So it's quite a few more weeks before the Thargoids can try putting the system back into Alert again. It's not pleasant for the systems affected, but it's the most efficient use of the available military resources, and it means we can keep pushing the Thargoids back from other systems. The Thargoids now have fewer than 500 systems under their control, meaning that nearly 60% of the systems they controlled at the peak of the invasion have been taken back. There are not many more than 100 formerly human-occupied systems left in the alien's grasp. In other war-related news, the remaining six rescue ships have moved forward, making rescue runs, repair and outfitting far more convenient. The rescue ship Birchinger has moved to Haritanis, the Cavell to Coletti and the Cornwallis to Maximi. The rescue ship kissei has moved to Tritea, the Imperial Sanctum has moved to Hicks karamu and the Federal Haven has advanced to Gira. The war really does seem to be going our way. presidential candidate Zachary Rackham's campaign is in disarray after the Federal Times published further evidence that Rackham began life as infamous pirate Calico Zack. The Federal Times story uses crowd-sourced investigative work and a series of rather disjointed transcripts found at wishbone point in the Zeta Trianguli Australis system. The wall detective agency, which had been hired by the Times, paid a rather generous one million credits to everyone who helped research these logs. The logs appear to associate the two Rackhams and a selection of underhand and criminal activities. Ironically, Rackham has never explicitly denied being the famous pirate, but he now says he cultivated the misunderstanding to develop an air of mystery and that now he is standing for the Presidency, he should perhaps no longer advocate piracy as a career. His supporters have been creating rumours that Jerome Archer, or possibly Felicia Winters, planted fake evidence at Wishbone Point, and that the whole thing is a conspiracy to block what they imagine to be the most popular candidate. This latest revelation has, however, lost him two of his most prominent supporters, Sir Randolph Plaskett of the Knights of Enterprise and the popular young ice caster Sura Oyeka. Rackham's remaining supporters are influential, but there aren't very many of them, with news magnates Elias Metaxas and Neve McFarlane, a handful of congressmen and running mate Harlan Turk of Duamta pretty much all he has left. With the Rackham share price severely affected by the antics of its boss, Rackham may find himself unable to take part in the delayed election, which is expected to start towards the end of October. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News. We read the news so you don't have to.
3: Our I did see any seams. Well, yeah, seamless. It's <laughs> like, like this whole show so far. <laughs> so our thanks to Beetlejude and Wotherspoon. And I know we didn't have any uh, visuals. It was all audio. Uh, audio. Audio. Uh, but if it's any consolation, she looks like she's trying very hard to believe, but wants to laugh. And he looks like he's got knocked up by an alien. So, uh... Yeah. And I think. Yes. (laughs) And I I think that that's it for this week, isn't it? Do we have any further. Um, No. You
0: mean we should quit while we're ahead?
3: We really should because, you know, there's been a few glitches tonight. (laughs) Yeah. The
0: time for that's
2: long past, but. I mean, um, it could get a lot worse. It could get a lot
3: worse.
0: We haven't
2: done the
3: quit while we're ahead in a jar. You know, we've still got the credits to go yet. I have
2: started referring to, and work i started referring to people in uh, Teamspeak, no Teamspeak, uh, in Teams meetings as disembodied head in a jar, and I think it might be catching on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what you need is a green screen and a morph suit.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> so you can do the disembodied head floating in the middle of nowhere.
2: Yeah, I wish, I wish they would put up something for that. You know how you can get the one where it looks like they're all sitting in cinema seats and things like that? I they'd yeah. do one that was just a like Futurama, a jar. the jars for Futurama. That would be ideal.
3: <laughs> so who wants to do the big screen this week? Oh. Can
4: okay.
1: I do all? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Seems I'm yes. on my own in the house again.
2: Fire up the klaxons, let Flossie get on with it.
3: Righty-roo. <clears throat> <clears throat>
4: All
1: mug.
4: that mug. 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 Mug, 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 No journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, any time and away Truck a song for the man. Flossy always seems to crash into the sun. Swibble likes the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Truck across the galaxy now. all across the Milky way we're taking anything Show. everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?
3: Seamless.